Hello and welcome to the Conrad Life Report, episode number 18, recording at 7.15 in the morning, April 5th, 2019, from the couch in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. Um, if the if this all sounds different this week, it's because I'm actually recording this on my iPhone um, due to myriad technical difficulties with my Blue Yeti microphone, specifically connecting it to... Um, the laptop, my MacBook Air. Um, the issue is that the old USB cable broke, and the USB cable required is a kind of like unique one. It's not very ubiquitous anymore. It's um, the old 2.0A to Mini B, the five pin, which used to be used a lot on digital cameras and apparently Blackberries, um, I think. Anyway, it literally broke. I was set up on Monday evening to record, and then all, and as I plugged in, it literally snapped. So that didn't work. Sp- spent a few days like mildly searching for a new one, like after work, um, and then realized places didn't have one. I finally just went to Best Buy, got the cable, and came home. And the cable worked, and it fit, and it powered up the microphone with phantom power. But that said. The computer didn't actually detect the microphone, which is apparently a common and annoying problem. It's sort of a crapshoot, so that didn't work. Um, Found a proper cable from someone at work in their desk, and that didn't work either. So then I thought, well, what can I do in the meantime, because it's been two weeks since I did an episode. I didn't want to go too long. And um, I figured out I could actually do it on my phone. Um, so I'm using the GarageBand mobile app with literally no microphone. I'm just speaking into the phone, holding it up. And I turned off the um, sort of reverb default level. So hopefully it's dry. Um, and I think there's a bit of background hiss or just general like white noise you hear. Hopefully it isn't too annoying. I'm going to try and keep it short because kind of short on time this morning. I'm a little self-conscious about how this is actually going to sound. And finally, I actually tried to record last night and I went 20 minutes and then I realized that it had shut off after about 90 seconds. And that was due to the fact that the default GarageBand mobile is like, it gives you eight bars, literally like like musical eight measures worth of time before it cuts off because that's the default. It gives you a song structure, default to a song structure, um, which is annoying. So I'm keeping my eye on this now. Uh, so anyway, I guess we'll keep it, try and keep it short. Let me go back through the last two weeks. Just in terms of daily life, um, Oliver's doing well. He went through a period of kind of, he had like a rough week two weeks ago at school where he wasn't really, um, he wasn't feeling great in general physically. And so like that sort of translates into sort of anxiety and not paying attention at school. But this week he's had a great week. So great that they've made a point of telling us at, at pickup and there was even an email sent yesterday at like three o'clock saying he had a great day, blah, blah, blah. So... I think we're back on track, which is good. He's still skipping to school in the morning, every morning. And he wants to race lately, which is literally we race like about five houses worth of, and then like, you know, we stop and he's won, so to speak. And then we do another race, which is 
mildly annoying, but also it gets his energy out in the morning and it kind of gets my blood pumping. And, um, and when we're late, we get, we get there on time because we're, we're basically running to school. Um, and related, I've started a new routine in the morning where I don't go straight to the Carroll Street stop, F, tra- F train stop, because it's always so annoying in there, so packed. And it's really packed for two stops before there's like a sort of big switch at J Street where half the people get off and you can kind of find your own space. Um, so I've just started walking to J Street Metro Tech, two stops worth. And it's great. It's go for a brisk walk and listen to music and run into people on the street. So that's still going well. I've been doing that for like a month now. And I've been running more because the weather's turning well. I haven't been running in the morning before work, which is my preferred time because it's still a little cold and I'm kind of enjoying getting up early and having some alone time. So I have been running after work and definitely on the weekends. But as the weather gets warmer, I'll, I'll start getting up early and running at like 6.45 or whatever. Ah, let's see, what else? Yeah, so we had school auction a couple weeks ago. That went well. That was at Brick, B-R-I-C, the people that do celebrate Brooklyn at the band show. It was at Brick, which is their studio sort of event space in Fort Greene. Really cool space. Um, that went well. I think the school raised like $80,000, which is nice. And then in related public school, Fort Greene performance space news, the next morning we went to the Brooklyn Conservatory of Music's concert at Roulette on Avenue, Atlantic Avenue and 3rd Avenue because my older niece was performing with the PS29 band, so that, that was fun, and the show was really good. Um, it's actually, like, great performances. I enjoyed it. And uh, let's see, my brother and sister-in-law upstairs, their other half, um, fandom continues, so every Saturday my brother-in-law, uh, brother-in-law and I still walk down, to, walk down Court Street to other half pick up a four-pack, have a beer. It's, um, it's a nice spring tradition. Um, great. Let's see. Well, moving on to books. The week before last, I finally finished Becoming by Michelle Obama. It was fantastic. It was a little set, bittersweet at the end because, you know, Trump's coming. but And she is very um, polite about it, but makes no bones about the fact that she has zero respect for Donald Trump, which... Why would anyone? Um, but the book is so inspiring, especially, like I've said in the past, the uh, the parts about her childhood growing up and her going to high school and college and her first jobs. It's really great. Um, she's quite a person. And I guess I believe her when she says she won't run for office ever, although I don't know. <laughs> she does a lot of things in the book where she's like, I'd never do that. But then like, you know, she does it. Basically, she get like, she sees the value in being like, she'll be, she can be convinced of things by people whose opinions she trusts. So who knows? She's still young. Maybe she will. But I would be fine with her not running because I think it's good for people to keep their sanity. Um, let's see. Music. Uh, yeah, randomly listening to Dis- Disintegration by The Cure the past couple weeks. Such a great record. They went into the Rock Hall of Fame at Barclays Center last week. Um, so that's nice. I guess they're going to do a Disintegration tour this year, which makes sense because it's the 30th anniversary of the album. I love how The Cure is like not afraid to let a song start and go on instrumentally for a while before the vocals come in. 
like a minute or two. And sometimes they'll go through a whole instrumental passage of the verse and chorus melody before the singing actually begins. Um, I really like how they do that. They're, they're not afraid to like not rush. Um, yeah, other big news was a week ago on Friday, March 29th, I went to the Garcia People's release show, album release show at New Blue and UBLU on Avenue C and 10th Street. And, you know, I just love these guys. I saw them like a month ago at Brooklyn Bowl and they do all these originals. They sound like an, I would sound, they sound like a cross between Pavement, Fish, The Grateful Dead and like kind of meat puppets, like upbeat, catchy songs, but they have twin, as you have to say in rock critic language, like Michael Azarad says, twin guitar attack. Um, Sometimes they sync up the solo, so it's almost like Allman Brothers-like, but even more so like television, actually. Um, Anyway, they had an album last year, Cosmic Cash, and they have a new album, Natural Facts, which is outstanding. I highly recommend everyone listen to it, Natural Facts by Garcia Peoples. Um, Very just guitar guitar indie jam um which is becoming a thing actually indie jam anyway the show was excellent they did two sets which apparently they haven't done before the first set was a song from the album and the second set was sort of a jam um about an hour long they had chris forsyth guitars from philadelphia on guitar sitting in and ryan jewel a drummer on second drum set and um it consists. Apparently, they didn't really rehearse. They talked it through. They um, the first song was based on a Chris Forsyth song called "Techno Top," and it was thirty minutes long. It's like kind of like a brisk mid tempo, all in D, I think in D, and it's just like this jam that goes on forever. A thirty minute like almost dance jam, incredible, all instrumental. Then the second song they did was Calvary Cross by Richard Thompson, who's turned 70 uh, two days ago. Um, So that song from, like, I Want to See the Bright Lights Tonight album. So that was like a nice 10 or 15-minute version of the Calvary Cross. A lot of, like, jamming. They really expanded that song. And then the last song was an actual Grateful Dead cover, which was the other one. And they did it in the 1968 style just like driving and psychedelic and you know mind-blowing and mind-numbing and you're about to careen off the rails just fantastic and it really did feel like a special show I, I mean it is literally one of the best concerts I've ever been to and you know I w- there was a ton of people I knew there um which was great um it was Andrew Krukoff his friend Julie um friend Pete um Mike Mike from Beyond Beyond is Beyond, which is their label, Garcia People's label. Oh, Pete, by the way, of course, is my neighbor and former label head and current current um, handles Garcia People's publishing in sync, I think. One of those, or both. Sorry, Pete, if I got that wrong. Um, and let's see, Grateful Dead Night regulars, Dave was there, uh, Greg from Other Half Brewing was there, old friend Scott McDowell, who is a WFMU DJ, um, and, uh, he used to know well Gabe from Taka, my old bandmate and all of the old clap your hands, say yeah guys in the, in the aughts. Um, so he was there, Jeff Conklin, who's known WFMU DJ, big Garcia people supporter, 
just the whole crew of people there. Um, just felt like, you know, at one point, Krukov said, um, this feels like Palo Alto, 1966, looking around. And it was really much, it was really like every like sort of head in New York City was there. I, that writer, Jesse Jarno, who I don't know, was there. And um, this writer, Larry Getlin, who I do know, who is a film and writer, and he covers Saturday Night Live for Decider, he was there. Um, just seemed like a sort of celebration of this little community in New York City. It was great. Afterwards, um, Pete and Mike from the label and I repaired to Alphabet City Beer Company, which is down this down Avenue C. Um, ran into Greg from Other Half and Dave there too. Uh, Dave, by the way, on Instagram is at his user. His handle is not gonna miss me. And holy moly, his tie dyes that he makes are just outstanding. Great artist. Um, anyway, we went there, and then Pete, Mike, and I, and Mike's friend, who I think was his name was Jeff. Uh, we went to 2A, sat in that first floor back table by the bathroom. I had not been to 2A in years. I used to go there a whole lot in the aughts, back when the whole city went there a whole lot. And it was great to be back at 2A. And when you know we left at like 1 a.m. on this fr- Friday night a week ago, and walk out, and I'm thinking that Pete and I would just share a car back to Carroll Gardens, but he says. Let's just let's just walk down to Delancey and see if the subway's there. Let's just do it. I'm like, oh, all right. Um, and normally I'm a big proponent of that, but kind of felt like just getting in the car and looking out the window, and you know, get, having a ten minute ride home. Anyway, we speed walk down Delancey. We go down the steps. Uh, we swipe through the turnstile, and lo and behold, an F train is pulling into the station at like 1:15 a.m. Right when we walked in, and of course, like four stops later, like eight minutes later, we're we're in our neighborhood, so that was a good call by Pete. Um, so yeah, the Garcia People's album. Go listen to it. Um, let's see, beer wise. Oh well, let me go to. Um, we had our Grateful Dead night for the for the month of March at Three's Brewing. That was like another great night. It's me and Scott Devendorf DJed. Um, a lot of the usuals were there. Um, Pete was there. Howard. Um, my friend Micah was there with him. Um, Christine, his SO, significant other, was there too. Um, great to see them. Really great to see them. Um, I mean, they're regulars kind of anyway, but it just was great to see them this particular time, especially. And um, randomly, a lot of my friends who are on the Nationals crew, the band The Nationals crew, came by because they were in town doing some like prep logistical work for the the upcoming album release, which is actually next month. Um, so they came by too. They left a message on my Instagram saying, we're going to come by. And I was like, what? So Bella was there. Allison, Stu, um, their new tour manager was there too. So it was a great night. All these people were there. Fantastic. Um, and hopefully we'll be expanding dead night a bit like just getting more people involved um my friend michael arthur who's a brilliant illustrator and who does a lot of like live drawing and i've mentioned him before he came by i was trying to see if he can be involved somehow maybe even drawing if we bring some live musical acts back um we'd love to have some like kind of tailored theme nights as opposed to simply like just hey dead cover band like maybe we do something interesting or focus on something or have someone that's just kind of related in spirit um I mean, frankly, my dream would be like to have someone like a Garcia Peoples come in and like 
recreate like a classic 1970 or 1980 Grateful Dead acoustic set, something like that. Um, anyway, trying to think um, beyond just sort of cover band for a live music element. So still thinking about that. Um, so yes, good, good chance to segue into beer. Threes had a new session IPA called The Divided Line, which I had a couple of. It was excellent. Other than that, um, finished my, my four-pack of Other Half. I got two weeks ago of, China, of chicken and broccoli, which is just a classic Other Half IPA. Um, mildly hazy and just beautiful. Um, yeah, and I guess this weekend my brother-in-law and I are going to walk down there and get stock up on another four-pack. Um, guess that's it. It's Friday, 7.32 a.m. now. I'm expecting Oliver to wake up any minute, so I better cut this off. I hope this sounds well. I hope it records. I hope it saves. If you hear it, it all worked, at least somewhat. And hopefully I'll have a new cable and be back on the regular old microphone next time. But anyway, until then, this is the Conrad Life Report. This has been episode 18, April 5th. It's now 7.32 a.m., I think it is. Coming from the couch, Carol Gardens, Brooklyn. It's going to rain today, but be cold and chilly, but be nice for the weekend. Hopefully it'll be outside. Um, All right. Have a great week, everyone. See you later.